Welcome to 1001 Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. Are you ready to talk about some uh, board books? So ready. Been waiting uh, for this one. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we've been. We'll see how we do. I feel like we've been kind of putting this off, but it, we shouldn't because it's board books that you'll always be glad to read. So I, I don't know why I have been so hesitant to, to talk <laughs> well, about them. In, in the Wignall family, we, we're in peak board book right now because okay. uh, our third Evangeline is like right at the stage where she's getting oh. interested and excited in books, and so it's. She's all about it, and therefore we're all about it right now. Yeah. So this is well, good timing. Moving from that stage where she's maybe eating, exactly. like kind of gnawing on the board books, but then kind of like, oh, this there might be something more to this. <laughs> this is a thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aggressively a, like turning pages. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had, yeah, we're, uh, while, we're, while we're talking about that, I had the first uh, uh, kind of page-turning conflict recently with my kids where Jack was like, they, they were interested in different sections of the same book oh. and they were really just fight. Does that ever happen with, with your kids? Is that for, I, I can't believe this is the first time that's ever happened where like Dealey just really kept on wanting to go back and like study a particular section. And Jack was like, yeah, we've already covered this. Let's get on to another part of the book. that <laughs> I remember that I know that we're go- all going to like as a family. If we right. just get to- I don't, I don't think we've had that like, uh, inter book struggles, but a couple of times Gabriella, my, our second has very sweetly like, come up to Evangeline while she's reading another book with, with her own book that she's suggesting like, Hey, maybe you'd like this one. Yeah. And Evangeline would just like look up at her with the scowl and just like slap it out of her. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> like, I'm busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're in, we're, we're deep into board books these days. So my, now, you know, I gotta say a lot of board books when they get uh, pulled off the shelf, I'm not, necessarily ecstatic to have to read um one more time but but there are a few that surprisingly i feel like i just um i'm just always surprisingly okay with reading this um, 10 page board book over and over and over again so maybe we can talk a little bit about why that might be but yeah what what i guess maybe we'll talk about the examples and we'll see if there's something that connects them but i mean i would differentiate this i wouldn't say these are my favorite board books i think these right. are the ones that like really beat me down the last where it's like, Oh, like where I, the, the, the least in, in terms of, Oh, we really, uh, just, we, we just did this one. I just don't know if I, I have it in me to, to get through it. Um, yeah, it's like that, that class of, in, in my mind, when it comes to watching movies, there's a very distinct class of movies that have a very high rewatchability rating that yeah. doesn't necessarily correlate with how good a movie I think it is or whether it's on my favorite list. Like I can, for whatever reason, I can watch the movie Independence Day over and over and over again. And I just never get tired of it. Like anytime that comes up. Yes. Can sure, you, uh, <laughs> and this, and this is maybe, uh, an interesting connection. Can you like say, can you start at any point in that movie? Like if it's just, Oh, this is the last 30 minutes of Independence Day. I can just catch that. Or is it more like, I want to watch it beginning and end. like, is it, can you just jump in? It's like, you know, like, that, like a you warm know, bath. At any, at any point, I'm just you know the, there's the the vibe that it puts out. I can go and just sort of sit in that for a little bit. I don't know that I've ever actually tested that out because it's always like it's it, it's it, I don't know we, like we don't have 
cable so it's not like it comes on like on tv um i bet you i could though like just thinking about with that movie i bet you it could come on just about any point and i would get a good like 30 minutes out of it like wherever i am in the movie okay so but here's another question um and this is applicable because this doesn't happen as often with movies but it happens all the time with board book readings in our house could you finish the movie independence day and upon completing it if someone said i would love to watch the movie independence day and you said, we just watched the movie Independence Day. <laughs> and they say, I would love to watch the movie Independence Day. Could you watch Independence Day? That's a great question. I Maybe I'm being uh, naively optimistic here, but I think I could actually. And I, I would not say that about very many movies, but I think that is, I bet you that goes along with a movie having a high rewatchability. Right. Uh, it's sort of like... It, it's like Seinfeld. Like you could put on a Seinfeld episode and I am always down to watch a Seinfeld episode. But it's interesting that certain movies have that quality yeah. um, too. But anyway, I think, I think books, I think there are some books that do too. Um, and we can, we can talk a little about maybe what the, the kind okay, of broader so, themes okay, are. Yeah, but Yeah. So what, so what's an example of a book that you, you could, you can just always go back to over and yeah, over so again. The, the, my first pick is um, Brown Bear which is um, Bill Martin and Eric Carle. Um, and there's actually, I say brown bear, but there's there's like three of them. There's polar bear, polar bear, what do you hear? And there's baby bear, baby bear. And they started, I think it started with brown bear, but they're all kind of the same. Um, and it just goes, you know, it, it's just a sequence of sort of, I actually don't have, I think I have the polar bear one here in front of me, but you know, it'd be like zebra, zebra, what do you hear? I hear a boa constrictor hissing in my ear. And then the next page is a picture of boa constrictor and it's boa constrictor, boa constrictor, what do you hear? I hear an elephant and then the next one. So it, it kind of goes on like that. And I think part of what, to me, part of what's fun is that they're, these ones are very, um, they're kind of perf- performative. So it's fun to yeah. sort of make the like hissing sound like when you're talking about the the boa constrictor hissing in my ear and like the girls really like that and so i think that that is an element of um sort of enjoyability like why these books never get old because it's it's not like about the plot i mean there is no plot (laughs) Um, but let me so what's always fun does it does it move so um pretty much all the books on my list are either associated with Bill Martin or Eric Carl. So <laughs> like, I think maybe it's important to, <laughs> to get done what makes them so good. But Brown Bear, Brown Bear is actually, those books are actually the, I'm not familiar with them. Do they, like, do they just move in an orderly sequence? Like you just go through all the animals or how does it end? Yeah. Well, so there's usually some sort of like a little catch at the end. Like um, I'm looking at a polar bear, polar bear. So it goes through those animals and then, um, the last one is walrus, walrus, what do you hear? And it's, I hear a zookeeper whistling in my ear. And then it's zookeeper, zookeeper, what do you hear? I hear children. And then it's this, uh, all, there's all these kids who are like dressed up as different animals, growling like a polar bear, roaring like a lion. Okay, so it kind of like goes through all of them again. Um, okay. Cause, cause so a distinction that I was going to make is there's uh, board books that I really enjoy reading, like uh, going on a bear hunt mm-hmm. or, uh, where the wild things are and because that's not a board, but that's just a we, we have, the board book's kind of a, a weird distinction, but, but there's a lot of books that I like to read, but I, it's harder for me to do them back to back or repeat them because they have the, or good night moon's an example, like where they, they uh, like sort of like climb up and then they climb back down and they, they kind of cover the same territory, right. which I think is actually very soothing and putting it, and I actually really enjoy that aspect of, this is all familiar territory and we're kind of 
coasting back through this. And I really like the rhythm that that establishes, but it's, it's just very hard to do going on a bear hunt. And then you go through all the different environments, you have to go back through all the different environments. And if you do it again, it's just like, it really feels like a tug. It, it's very exhausting for me. And so right. I like a lot of the, the kind of the Eric Carl, like, uh, like the very busy spider, which is the same thing that's, you know, spider, there's this kind of like, uh, um, you know, the spider encounters different animals, horse, mm-hmm. ducks, cow, cat, you know, that, that, that kind of thing, sheep. And it, there's kind of a narrative in that at the very end, the spider falls asleep because she's been very busy building her web, but, and there is repetition, but I don't know. It, it's just, it's just like the right amount. It, 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 it's kind of a sparse story and it doesn't, and it, and it has a, a kind of repetitive formula, but it doesn't cover the same ground, even though it has like the same kind of phrase each time it doesn't retrace its steps. And I, yeah. and I, and I like that in a, like in a, a board book that I'm going to have to like repeat several times. There's also, kind of- I, I like, I like how, uh, uh, sort of like, I really feel in control of a good, like Eric Carl, uh, book in terms of like how fast it can go. Yeah. Like, because the pictures are, the illustrations are so good and it's, there is the familiarity of kind of the same phrases, even with the hungry caterpillar, it's like day one, he does this day two, he does this. You kind of move your way through it. Um, but when, if, if, if I'm kind of in a rush, I like to be able to kind of like really, like for some reason, the kids don't seem to notice if I really gun it, like in an Eric Carl book, I can really <laughs> plow through those. If I, if it's like you pull it out, it's like, Oh, I mean, that's not why I would have picked, but I can do this. I can definitely do this. I can just, like, really just like, roar through, you know, and, and, and like, you know, and, and there's a performative aspect. Like I, I can make some of the noises, but I, I've kind of got them down pat. I don't have to think about it very much. And, and that, that seems to go a long way. Does that, does that make sense at all? Like, like, I feel like you can really yeah. just, uh, it, it, it's just the amount of the rights where you can kind of like ease up on the throttle or, or, or really, or really accelerate through if, if you need to. Yeah. And I think that's, that's quality for, for most of my picks in this category is that it, the first thing you mentioned to me, I, I think of it as like, there's, there's some sort of a relationship between the, the du- duration of a book. Like it, it can't be super, like, I don't like the, like really, there's some really short board books that are just like, what are we doing here? Like this not it's gotta be, it's yeah. gotta have a, but it can't be too long. It's, it's definitely on the short side, but then it's also, it's got enough substance um, to make it kind of interesting and appealing too, but also pretty fairly minimal like not too much like like you said like even something like bear hunt is a little like who okay that's more like a real book like i can't just yeah. do bear hunt a few times in a row um so yeah there's something about that but then also this it, you talked about with like control but to me it has something to do with the i don't know, like the uh the diction and like the lyricality of the language and that yeah. like some some people just have a knack for um writing um, very simple board books that are that are like enjoyable and quickly become sort of familiar and like you internalize really quickly and they just feel like kind of an extension of you like when you're reading them yeah. so I, I feel like maybe that's part of what you're um that's part of what i'm hearing when you're talking about the the being in control of, of some of those yeah. books no i mean it, well it's very i mean it's uh you can't rush through a book if, if you're tripping over your, you know, the, the phrasing and stuff like that, that it right. has to, it has to have a, a lyrical kind of a, a smoothness to it. And I think another quality of these too, um, and this one of my, my second pick is um, a book called everywhere babies. 
you guys know this one? I don't have not know. Yeah. Susan Myers. It's great. I feel like this is a really underrated um, little book here, but it's it it basically like the the first page is every day everywhere babies are born, fat babies, thin babies, small babies, tall babies, winter and spring babies, summer and fall babies, and then it's every day everywhere babies are kissed on their cheeks, on their ears, on their fingers, on their nose, on the top of their heads, on their tummies, on their toes. So it goes through all these different facets of being a baby like getting dressed and babies being fed and babies being rocked and it's it's just the yeah i guess the the um the the sort of i don't know the the rhyme scheme or the meter like the rhythm is just really well done and so it it's got this kind of um momentum is the other word that that comes up to me like these books that i enjoy reading over and over and over again they're we talked about this with go.go when we did the the episode on go.go but they it's part of what makes these doable over and over again is that like you don't have to do a whole lot you can be in control right. but the book also sort of just like carries you through it it's a little right. bit effortless you can kind of you can kind of surf it yeah that's how i read so yeah, another that's a good book way to by chicka chicka boom boom is an, an, another book by bill martin it's what he, he co-authored it and it's all about uh do you know that book it's about like the mm-hmm. like, it's, like um like it's all these uh anthropomorphic letters playing a coconut tree so A told B and B told C, I'll meet you at the top of the coconut tree. Where said D to EFG, I'll beat you to the top of the coconut. And so it goes through mm. and then they, they all get to the top and they fall down. But you know, it's an, it, it's an, a natural progression as you're just going through the alphabet and, and they all, everything kind of rhymes and it's very easy. And, right. and you know, if you, you can find you YouTube clips of, I think one of the authors like perform this to music, there's a, there's a way, I mean, it, it, it has that lyrical quality too. And once again, like not only if you can really, uh, if you have a lot of time, you can really play it up and look at the pictures and talk about it and kind of have fun with it. But, um, if you, if you do it fast, it's also a lot of fun. Like there's, I think my kids find it kind of exhilarating when I'm, kind of like rushing through because I don't have, I don't have very much time to wrap up, you know, story time. And for some reason that sometimes they get suspicious that they can tell that I'm trying to cheat on things, you know, like, why are you like, you know, you haven't talked about this, but just like, there's this kind of whizzing. It's like being on a roller coaster or something, yeah. or like you said, surfing. And it's like, wow, now we're really moving. You know, like, and, 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 and once again, it's, you know, it's because it's uh, so smooth. You can, you can, uh, uh, the, the the reader or performer can go really fast and that's it's i mean it's like listening to have you ever like i don't know buster rhymes or some one of those rappers that can just like it's yeah. almost mesmerizing when they reach a certain right. like quivering intensity of uh-huh. like how, how quickly they're <laughs> like stacking syllables on each other and it's like oh my gosh like uh have you ever seen have you, have you ever heard that that uh uh that one of those like irish folk songs it's like the bog and the twig and the twig and each one gets like faster and they're, they're adding more and more things that that's how sometimes like a a book like this can feel. And so the, 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 even though you're going fast and rushing, there's still an almost like hypnotic, like quality to it. Like, Oh, can he balance it? Can he do it? Like, wow. He's really, you know, you know what I mean? And so, uh, I I like that. I I just had this experience reading the the second to last book we read tonight before bed was cat in the hat. And, I like my um, Elena and Gabriella were on either side of me while I was reading. And I, I really get into the performative part of cat in the hat. Um, and it's got those, like those stanzas where it's about all the things he's like trying to balance. Um, 
and like I really get into it and I've, I've internalized it so much I can go pretty fast with it and I, I can like feel that they're like holding onto my arm and I can feel them like squeezing my arm and like getting like the tent you can literally <laughs> feel the tension like as that book progresses um yeah it's great that that's great okay so I but to be a little contrarian here now if with my third pick I feel like is kind of breaks the mold of some of these themes we've been talking about and I can't I can't really explain this one's the hardest for me to kind of identify why I don't mind this book but it's called um Big Dog Little Dog are you familiar with this one Yeah yeah this is the uh, PD Eastman this is about the dogs that they go now we got to be careful because I'm always uh, I <laughs> after our go dog go experience that that I've got the right one this is about essentially they it's two dogs of different statures and they go like yes. on a ski trip and they have to like pick like you know their lodgings and then they, they, they have like different preferences, but they still end up being pretty good friends. You know, <laughs> like in, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird it's a, it's book. A, it's like, a weird book. Two dogs, one's short and one's tall. And like one, they both like paint houses and one uses green paint and one uses red. And they decide to go on the ski trip, like you said. And then one ice skates, one skis. And then the like, the, the, the tension in the story is when they, they go to their little hotel after a day of skiing and they get in the wrong bed. So like Fred who's the tall one gets in this tiny little bed and doesn't sleep well. Cause he's constantly tossing and turning. And Ted, the short one gets in this huge bed and he tosses and turns cause it doesn't fit. And then they're both just kind of like miserable. And then there's this weird thing at the end where there's this little bird who like chirps up and gives them the suggestion of like, like why don't you just switch beds? And that seems like, I don't know how they didn't like cotton to that from the beginning. Um, <laughs> Like Jack is like but, a thing. Jack always thinks it's a, a good idea each time. He 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 loves he loves Big Dog Little, and he does make it more complicated because he makes me substitute names of either himself and one of his friends or oh. him for Big Dog Little Dog, <laughs> and like it, and that may, maybe that's why I, I don't like it. Makes it makes it very hard to keep track of like who's who. Like in these situations, <laughs> I'm have to always I'm reading, but I'm having to like not read the words in front of me and swap you know swap right. in names you know and. And he definitely is. He's waiting to catch me out to see if I say like Fred <laughs> instead of I don't Jack or, or something like that. But right. so why do you like this one? Because you because you also really like Go Dog Go, right? So yeah, what what makes is is it? Do you like the, you like this one more as far as like readability than than Go Dog Go? Or no, I mean I think and and technically I don't I don't think of Go Dog Go as a board book just because we don't have it in a board book right. version. Uh, so. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and fred and ted is um or big we call it fred and ted i think it's big dog little dog um it's it's definitely shorter than than go dog go like it's more like a board book in the sense that it's i mean it's probably only 12 not, pages not, or something. not in my house <laughs> so. <laughs> wait how is it oh my gosh is this another one where, where we have different books well i don't know but this how? one so this is the the uh, big dog little dog is part of the same pd eastman set that I have with my like little tiny uh, go dog go. So I don't know if I have a shorter oh, version. Okay. But, or if you have a, if, if there's a, uh, an unabridged, you know, uh, big dog, little dog out there. But um, I mean, this it, doesn't, it, it, doesn't it, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it would really admit uh, to a larger story, you know, no. than, well, no, but, but, no. But, but, I, but I thought that, I mean, I don't know if there's another like hat thing in here too, but <laughs> Well, in, in any case, it, it's still, it's still, it, it, I'm confused why I like this one so much, or at least why I don't like it. Like anytime they bring it, my girls bring it. I'm always like, yeah, I can, I can do big dog, little dog. Sure. Let's do it. 
And I don't, I don't know what it is. I th- maybe part of it is just that it, it's one of the rare board books where there, there kind of is like this more narrative plot where there's like main characters and they kind of, they go and do things and there's some like tension and then the tension gets resolved. And it's, so may, maybe it's something about like getting that much action in a relatively short kind of board book form. I also really oddly like the illustrations for some reason. Like there's nothing particularly special about them, but they just seem to, it, it's like a goodness of fit thing. Like they seem to perfectly fit the the story. And the, the, book's about, the book's about fit. You know, but <laughs> okay. But one thing that I like about this book is that it's very pleasant. Like they. Pleasant um, is a good word. Yes. They, you know, they're different. But they manage to, and this is hard if you're picking traveling companions that have different preferences than yours, to have just one other traveling companion and you, you're each interested in different activities. And so they, they travel together, but then they go off and do their own separate thing. And that's, that's, a, that's a rare friend to find, right. to find that sort of thing. But um, they, don't, they don't, you would think there'd be all kinds of conflict uh, throughout the book. But there isn't like there, the book is just about a bunch of conflicts that never happen. Like one wants to what like ski or sled, and the other one just want, wants to do something else, and so he does something else. And the only time that there's conflict isn't between each other; it's just because they're getting a bad night's sleep, which I mean everybody can. And then that like the plot sort of like happens like, at the very the, the conflict happens at the very end and is almost immediately resolved and resolved like super happily. <laughs> And so is this, is this an example of deus ex machina? Like, Maybe. It, like the solution just comes out of nowhere. And like... Yeah. But, but, but it's not like, but it's, but, but it doesn't feel like that because it's not like the whole time, like, how is this going to be solved? No, right. Um, and then some, you know, and then there's some, you know, weird, you know, uh, you know, the gods come in and just, you know, rearrange everything. Like they're having a really pleasant time. And then there's kind of a minor inconvenience that honestly, uh, common sense should have like, let led them to avoid but well, that's interesting whatever. that they don't figure it out <laughs> yeah but the bird you know uh and especially if, if they're if they're traveling if they're such good friends you think this sort of thing would you know they'd be used to sort of saying hey i've noticed this is a little bit kind of a longer thing do you want that since you're so much taller i mean anyway but then then anyway the, the point is the conflict crops up and then almost immediately like gets smoothed back into that same yes Pleasantness than getting that sleep. Maybe it's because this is very cathartic. Like th- this is a parent's dream, where where every there yeah. there's all these differences, but like everything actually just turns out smoothly, and there's maybe never that, any conflict. And then there's never any conflict. And especially like a, especially like there's it seems that there's about to be some kind of bedtime oriented conflict. Exactly, but then it's and just, then and then and then you know what? Just a, a little bird comes out of nowhere and solves it. <laughs> smooths yeah. it all this over. Is, this is <laughs> this is wish fulfillment, is what this yeah. is. I get it. No, that makes no. I think I think we figured it out. There's no, there's no, 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 no that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's those are my picks, man. I think you, do you have one more? Well, I mean, I, I would just say so. My my picks are all. Uh, so I said chicka chicka boom boom and and the the very busy spider. But really, the other one would have been uh, another Eric Carl book, which is the artist who painted a blue horse. And I am just I don't know. I think I like it because. I I never get tired of looking at the pictures. It's this like mm. each 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 thing is like I it's like um the there's not a plot either, but it's like um you know this artist paints a blue horse. It's animals that aren't their typical color, so it's an orange elephant and a purple fox. And I whenever I I say a purple fox and we and we just we all stare at it together and the the kids and I are just always like wow that's just a 
a really cool drawing and it's unusual that the fox is purple and not regular fox colors. I don't know for, for whatever reason I we we I keep on expecting for me to sort of uh, get tired of it, but you know it, it is really quick. You know it's the it's not really so much a, a book as just labels of animals. You know on, on yeah. that, that are color that are that are painted differently. But I don't know it. Well, that's I, I feel like that's some of the charm of um, Eric Carl books. They they remind me of um, you've seen that super famous National Geographic photo of the the Afghan girl. All right, it's from it's from like twenty or thirty years ago where she, she's got these like like haunting like green eyes. Have you seen this? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, there's like a lot of these like <laughs> just really good like National Geographic photos of um, people from all over the world that it, yeah. to us anyway look exotic. But the the photography is very good because they're you know, obviously they're taken with really good equipment and they're usually the the background is just like super blurred out. And so it's just this striking, usually pretty like colorful portrait um, of something somewhat exotic. And I I feel like Eric Carl books kind of do that. Like it's always the white background with these like really vivid um, colors, but so it's something about the, like the simplicity and sort of minimalism of it, but then also the like overpowering burst of color. A lot of texture, very colorful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and once again, it's just, it just, it just says an orange elephant, but which that's pretty simple. But then elephants usually are an orange, and so you have to kind of right. grapple with it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So anyway, so far uh, we haven't gotten tired of these, and um, so if anyone check listening, check check back in, we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see which one drops out in two years. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode. Check out our other content at 1001goodnights.com and help us out with a rating on your podcast platform of choice.